Hello, and welcome to the Wealthier Together podcast. My name is Dr. Blessing, and I am the host. So I want to do another solo session and give you kind of like a wrap-up of what I've been up to and just a couple of things that I've noticed. First solo session, I talked about going to New Orleans for a virtual summit conference. So I went to the conference. It was just a lot of information and basically just confirmed it. I need to get a project manager and people to delegate work to. Because as time goes on, I have all these ideas and all these things I want to do to help my listeners and my followers on social media. But I do not have the time to do everything that I need to do because it's just so much. And there are people that could do some of the things that I'm doing much better. So that is the big takeaway that I got from that virtual conference summit. That virtual summit conference basically being able to provide transformations, health transformations for my listeners and social media followers. So basically that they can live better and healthier lives. And of course, so they can live out the purpose they were put here to live. I liked Louisiana. There wasn't enough time. I tend to leave a day early so I can check out the area and get familiar with where I'm staying and meet people. But this time it I didn't have enough time. So I will be heading back to New Orleans to visit sometime in the future. So basically my next thing is how are your 2020 goals? So my goals for the new year were to start running more often because running helps increase my mental clarity and gives me energy. And then also the big goal for that is to be able to run a marathon in November. And one of the things that I'm working on is not just going out there and being consistent, but really working on my breathing. And anyone who's a sprinter knows that you cannot breathe like a sprinter when running a distance. It's not going to work. You're going to run out of energy. And then the rest of the race is extremely painful. So I ran a marathon in 2011 in November. And I my main goal for that was just to finish. So I was always one of those people that was like, I'm never going to run a marathon. Never, never, never. And I ended up running one. Now, where I draw the line is half half marathon or anything below, I'll run. So 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. I have no interest in running the full 26.2. People have tried to guilt me into it. I just, it's not working. But so that is one of my goals. And so far I've stuck to it. The only day I didn't go, the only time I didn't go to run was when I came back from New Orleans because I caught a cold while I was there. So, so far I have stuck with that goal and I'm going to continue sticking with that goal. So how about you? What goals have you stuck with? Have you stuck with the goals you set in 2019 or you set at the beginning of the year? It's really important for us, especially whether it's health, business, family, whatever, to make sure that you are assessing the goals that you have set and then going back and making changes if these goals no longer serve you. So I've noticed that a lot of people will just quit. And I think that this all or nothing attitude really keeps people frustrated when the the new year rolls around because you haven't made any 
you haven't achieved the goal and you may have even either put on more weight or you've just fallen behind. I think it's extremely important when you're doing anything to make sure that, okay, if you fall off the wagon, let's say, you know, your goal is to eat healthy, which is a very vague goal, but let's say your goal is to add more vegetables to your meals, right? Let's say one day you go out or you go to a conference or you go somewhere where you're not able to add vegetables to your meals. And some people, well, there's basically two ways to address that. Some people look at it and say, oh gosh, well, I can't add vegetables to my meals. I didn't add it this week. Everything is over. And then you have the other people who are like, hey, I was at a conference. Life happens. I'm going to start again. I'm going to start again the next week when I'm at home and then plan again for the future so I can be able to add vegetables to my meal. So again, it's the people with the all or nothing mentality who end up being really frustrated and angry because at the end of the year, they haven't made any progress whatsoever. Or the people who are like, you know what, this is a long-term goal that I want to pursue. And because it's a long-term goal, I can't just quit when I fall off the wagon or life happens or whatever. So I think it's very important to make sure that when you're setting any type of goal, especially a health-related goal, number one, you're realistic. I know people are like, oh, think big. But in regards to making changes to your diet, it's one of the hardest things to do. Or exercising consistently, it's very hard to do. So consistency requires those day-to-day, hourly, minute-by-minute decisions that we view as insignificant. So that's one thing I want to say. So if you've fallen off the wagon, hey, get back on so you can achieve whatever goal it is that you set for the new year. And so that when 2021 rolls around, you're not frustrated and angry because for the past 10 years, you've been trying to do achieve the same goal, but have failed, basically. And again, failure is not a personal It's not a personal attack or something you should internalize. It just says, hey, you need to tweak this. So you need to be more consistent with running. So if you don't run one day, okay, start over. So consistency is about failing and then starting again, failing and then starting again. And again, what failure in that context tells you is, hey, something is not working. You need to tweak it. So one thing, another thing I want to kind of touch on is the coronavirus. So this is going to be very brief, but a lot of people, um, when I was waiting to fly back to Austin from New Orleans, I saw a lot of people with these masks on and I was just like, okay, number one, one of the things that I've noticed is that anytime there's anything flu or any type of contagious type of virus or like the flu, let's say the flu is an example. If you are healthy, if you're taking care of yourself, for the most part, it's not a 100% guarantee, you're going to be less likely to catch whatever is floating in the air or the flu or anything like that. So I think it's very important for people to really take responsibility in that aspect. If you, I mean, let's say it's a flu or even just a cold at work. If you're taking care of your health, you're making sure you're getting enough sleep, you're monitoring your relationships, you're eating healthy to the best you, best way you can, you are less likely 
to catch whatever is floating around. So I think that's something that's important because I've run across a couple of people that are starting to feel the panic and it's, it's, there's no, unless you're immunocompromised, which then you should take the proper precautions, but it's important to remember that if you're taking care of your health, your immune system can tolerate quite a few insults. So making sure that you're, of course, staying hydrated, eating well, getting enough sleep, definitely. If you need to start taking um, or eating more vitamin C-rich foods, foods that have antioxidants, foods that help the immune system work more efficiently, I think that that is the, the best thing to do instead of just running out and panicking. Because as we know, panic leads to stress and stress decreases immunity. So last but not least, I wanted to touch on one of the posts that I have on Instagram. And it's basically that running is like, losing weight is like running. So, you know, I've gotten a couple of questions like, you know, what's that supposed to mean? So basically, when you start running, it's just a very painful type of thing, especially if you haven't run for a while. And also, if you, I mean, it's something that you have to be consistent with before you see any type of result. and I definitely can see that. So when I go out and I'm running, I'm like, I I run on a track. And when I was younger, I would look across the track and that would distract me from looking directly in front of me to finish my run. And so now I focus more on the next few steps, the next few steps, the next few steps. And from that way, I'm able to have a more relaxing run instead of stressing out about, okay, I'm not done yet. or I have this much left to run. And I think with weight loss is a very similar thing. And with any other health goal that you have, you want to pace yourself, yourself. You don't want to be looking at other people and comparing yourself. That's what gets a lot of people into trouble. And that's why a lot of people do not successfully keep weight off. That's why people, a lot of people do not lose weight. And if they lose it, they're unable to keep it off. Again, it's not a sprint it's a marathon. And as someone who was a sprinter in high school, it, it, the two races are completely different. So, you know, it's important to make sure that, you know, you have accountability, you know, the different obstacles that you've come across, that you're also aware of your triggers, because this is something that a lot of people ignore. But if you have a trigger that triggers you to eat chocolate or eat something that you want to eat less of, if you're not aware of that, you're going to keep going to that and not know why you are not losing weight. So it's very important for you to just acknowledge all these things, like your triggers, current obstacles, past obstacles, things that you tried before. And I think it's really important to take a look at those and really be aware when you go into losing weight that, hey, this is a long-term thing. And also, I'm going to be working on a program to help busy professional women actually identify their triggers, look at their past obstacles, their current obstacles, and really provide that accountability with a group and one-on-one so that women can really reach their goals. Because I know a lot of women have all these dreams and things they want to do in society, but they're too tired and the extra weight is making, you know, slowing them down. So 
I'm going to actually attach the link to a survey. And if you're interested in taking that survey, you can take it. Basically, it's four questions and it's about general questions about weight loss so I can better, so I can create better programs and create better content to help you reach your health goals. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealthier Together podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or go to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a review.